So let me ask you this. What's what's your dad's style when it comes to clothing? Is he one of the cool dads? Is always seem to find a way to like remain well-dressed uh, decade after decade? I could say, I could answer that for my kids. No, dad is not like that. Or is he one of those dads who has to pass, uh, you know, every inspection day before mom will let him walk out of the house? Eh, that might be more me. I will say, though, that can change with American Giant. You're going to love your clothing from American Giant. Your dad's going to love it, too. Since Father's Day is coming right around the corner, now might just be the best time to introduce their amazing products if they've never had one before. American Giant, it's something I've only been wearing for about a year, and I just love this stuff, man. It's so great. It's so comfortable. It's so durable. This is made with American workers, American cotton, and American quality. So much of what our country used to be, you know, manufacturing products uh, here in the U.S., uh, it's not gone. It's here with American Giant. They're committed to leading the way to show that Americans can still make quality clothing right here. This Father's Day, you can give your dad something comfortable and stylish to wear and support American business in the process. You're going to love this stuff. Buy American at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn for 20% off right now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. The code is Glenn for 20% off at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned uh, before the the break uh, that Discovery's doing a whole thing on uh, Abe Lincoln, and uh, we'll get into that. Uh, with they actually have we have some clips. Um, I think you're going to enjoy. Uh, we'll get into that and much more coming up in one minute. Well, we've all had that anxious feeling when our cell phone batteries are almost dead. If you're in a public place, you know, you're going to look for a charging station maybe. But the FBI is saying, hey, uh, don't use those free charging stations because people who are criminals have found ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and monitoring software onto devices. It's impossible to survive right now. It feels like it. In this world, with all the digital crime going on, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And, you know, you can do everything online these days and not be protected. you got to do something, and you don't want to cut internet safety out of the budget. Get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock right now. It's the top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off at LifeLock.com. So how's your Pride Month going so far? Ah, oh, super. Yeah. Having a great time? Prideful. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, we we mentioned th- that their discovery, I guess, in celebration of Pride Month is is doing a thing on, on Abe Lincoln supposedly being gay. Uh, but also, Elliot Page um, is being compared to Jussie Smollett. 
over an alleged transphobic attack. I mean, it does sound a bit fishy here. Okay. Why does it sound fishy? We all know that all transgendered people are attacked daily. Daily. Mm -hmm. Every single day by haters. Yeah. Transphobes. Disproportionately uh, victims of horrible crimes. And, you know, you can Uh look at some of the numbers. We've mentioned this, I think, maybe earlier this week, but for those who missed it. Uh, you know, you can look at some of the numbers and see higher rates of murder for transgendered people. Now, of course, part of that is they're a very small percentage of the population, mm-hmm. very small. So a few murders, you know, makes the, that average rate go up quite a bit. But uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who's writing a book, uh, Chad Felix Green is writing a book about this. And uh, he went back and looked at every murder, every murder <laughs> of a transgendered person over the past, I think it was like 30 or 40 years. And he what he wound up finding is that in the overwhelming majority of the cases the situation related to the murder of the transgender person was not the one the media would promote for example they would say okay it's a bunch of charlottesville type people uh, with their torches and they're chasing down trans 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 people in the streets and beating them Mm -hmm. up and killing them just because they're trans uh, transgendered that's what you're led to believe that's what you're led to believe the actual circumstance in almost all of these cases is uh, related to often a sexually uh, a sexual um, encounter encounter often uh, for money um, prostitution sex uh, sex industry where uh, a person uh, represents themselves as one gender and when the sexual activity begins the person who's with them discovers they're the other gender. So they go in there thinking they're hooking up with a girl and wind up they're hooking up with a boy. That's basically where the overwhelming majority of these cases come from, often in, in, in uh, incidents involving prostitution. Mm-hmm. So you have a John who's paid for a woman to come to his home or meet in a hotel room. And that, you know, as the process goes on, uh, the person finds out it's not a woman at all. It's actually a man dressed as a woman. Yeah. And that is a little disturbing for yeah, some people. There was a and movie about that. Uh, was it called Crying Game? Cry- it was the Crying Game. Yeah. 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 I can't remember uh, exactly. Maybe in the 90s, Yeah, I think. Yeah. And uh, somebody was really surprised. It was a really famous scene. And I didn't see the movie, but I heard much about it. And apparently the person was quite surprised. And didn't take it take it very well. I don't think most people yeah, would. I think most people wouldn't. Now, I will say this. If, if they're this expecting happens, a girl and it's a guy, yeah. Yeah. When you, you might be disappointed. To a certain area and you find that uh-huh. out. It says it can be a little it could be a little jarring. A little disconcerting. Um, I will say, if this has happened to you, the appropriate response is not to kill the person. <laughs> right, right. Okay? Thank that's you. that's we can be all quite clear <laughs> on that. You yeah. might have many responses, but killing uh-huh. the person is not a good idea. No. Um, however, that is totally different than what we've been told about this problem. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah. violence against trans people, make sure you understand the context of what they're talking about when they say mm-hmm. these statistics over. Sorry to interrupt, Pat. No, but that, that's it's good context. Um, in this particular case, apparently, uh, Elliot Page, who used to be Ellen, I don't want to dead name Elliot, but that used to be that was the name that she was born with. That's she is the, now a he. That is her name until yeah. she changed her name legally, which you can do. To Elliot. Yeah. When you're, so. you, you know, people are like, oh, I'm not going to call, you know, uh, her a him. And I think mm-hmm. that's totally fair. Mm-hmm. Like that is, you are judging a factual truth. Mm-hmm. I will say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is his name. 
right? Right. It's not Luau Cinder anymore. <laughs> he changed it legally. It's okay to call him Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I, I think it's yes. fr- like, look, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he changed True. his name to Elliot Page, whatever. I can, you know, you want to call him, uh, you don't want to call him Bruce Jenner. You want to call him Caitlyn Jenner. I that's fine. Like he changed his name. Mm-hmm. Um, that is different than saying that he is a woman, which yeah. he is not. Uh, right. He's not. Right. Okay. So Elliot claims that um, an A-list actor once said to her, I'm going to effing gay bash you, and then used the F word referring to homosexuals. Uh, and, uh, you know, it sounds offensive, but it also sounds not real to me. I mean, does do, do I don't know, maybe A-list actors talk like that. Most normal human yeah. beings just don't. Hard to believe. Now, you want to tell me that some random person on the street, mm-hmm. they're drunk, they blurt out some terrible thing to a, a, a famous person. I could buy, I could buy it. I, it would. It, it's still, I don't think it happens very often, but it's possible, certainly, some random person. But you're talking about an A-list actor? Mm-hmm. I don't know who they're saying this is. Of course, they won't tell you who it is, because then you could check on it. Yeah, right. But I, come on. Really? It seems unlikely. Now, I will say, A-list actors are among the worst people in our society. So it's possible hey, that's that it's true. true. Yeah. I mean, like, I, yes. I, go, go back to the Me Too movement. We got a lot, you know, a lot of criticism on conservatives over the Me Too movement that we didn't understand. I don't know. They seem to all come from Hollywood. I, I don't know. Are there a lot of conservatives out there? How, how conservative was Harvey Weinstein? I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's nonsensical that they always try to push this off on conservatives it is and it's amazing that uh elliot page just so happens to have a book coming out with this contained in it and so now this is coming out all of a sudden with Uh. the book arrival huh i wonder if that might have something to do with it so anyway people were a little skeptical of this on twitter and one person (laughs) tweeted out that yeah right after that he yelled this is maga country (laughs) <laughs> comparing it obviously to Jussie Smollett yes. which is uh, a pretty good comparison I think it um, does seem like a it like a hoax be very uh, very surprising and of course you know you can't fact check it you don't know because you don't know who the person is you can't ask every every A-list Hollywooder uh, Hollywood uh, celebrity whether they did this and there's no evidence and it's just the it's just like this is this is what the media does all the time they want you to believe this is the case when in reality you know, Ellen Page, Elliot Page walks down the street every day mm-hmm. and probably, uh, prob- most people honestly probably don't even know who she is uh, because, uh, frankly, she was in a couple of really good movies. I mean, Juno is a good movie. It's a legitimately good movie. And I swear this is the reason why all this happened. This is my theory. Now, let me get to the doctor. Can we go to Dr. Stu land here for just a second? Sure. I just analyze mm-hmm. the situation because I have okay. a lot of medical information. I'm Because I'm a- wasn't Juno fairly... It's a pro-life, pro-life movie. It is. Yeah. Not, they would never say that. They did yeah. not want it to be a pro-life movie. But Juno is a g- really well-written, good movie, and also is blatantly pro-life. It makes you feel like you shouldn't kill the child inside of you. That is the feeling you will get from this movie because, uh, you know, and she and she, she goes. To, I mean, I'm, it's been a while since I've seen it, but like at one point, there's like an abortion protester who they don't yeah. they don't portray as horrible. They don't portray as hateful. It's like mm. a girl, a younger really? girl, a teenage girl who's at who's protesting at the abortion clinic and runs into Ellen Page as she walks into the abortion clinic and says uh, something like, 
Uh, do you know they have fingernails? <laughs> it's something like really? that. I mean, it's a funny movie. It's a, it's supposed it's comedy. Yeah. Um, but like, do you know they have fingernails? She's like, what? You know they have fingernails? If you're going into a board, they, like you're boarding something with fingernails. It's something. It's some weird line like that. That is kind of weird. And it makes her consider. Yeah. Wait, what am I doing here? <laughs> and she winds up, uh, of course, going through this process and having the child. Oh. Um, when she would not okay. have before. Yeah. And, uh, and it was because of the fingernail line. <laughs> the finger- I think it was fingernails. It was fingernails or eyelashes. It was some weird, something mm. like that. It made her think about it differently. Mm-hmm. And the movie, though, like goes through and takes you through this journey of this teenager who thinks she shouldn't have this kid and winds up making a good decision. Um, I swear, mm. the, the, the fact that all of us have said it's a pro-life movie all this time is the reason all of this has happened to Ellen Page. <laughs> Like, she was a liberal. She didn't mean to make a pro-life movie. And everyone was like, holy crap, this is a pro-life movie. Good job, Ellen Page, from all the people she didn't want to get good job from. And the rest of her life has been compensating for this decision she made, which was an actually a really good artistic decision and a really good moral decision. But to her, apparently, did not did not play out that way. Another That's the show, Dr. Stu analysis. Another show <laughs> where she was a she at the time. He was a she at the time, and and it's, she still it's, is, of course, a she. It, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, still has the uh, the same chromosomes mm-hmm. uh, that that she was born with. The central part of what uh-huh. makes you a man or a woman. Also, she's had the surgery on top, but not on the bottom. Oh, really? I, know, so, I don't even know that. Yeah, physically, still a woman, mm-hmm. but um, but she, she's in uh, the Umbrella Academy. Have you ever seen that? Umbrella Academy? I have not seen it. It's actually, I watched the first season. I haven't seen the second or third. Um, and I think there's three seasons now. But it, it's, a, it's a pretty good series. It's it's And started out as a, a woman and then transitioned. And I think they wrote it into the second season. Becomes a, a man during the show. So they had to explain that. That's a heck of a plot twist. That. Yeah. yeah, it's quite a plot twist. And I don't know if they planned on that. I'm guessing when you're sketching out the series you probably don't plan on the actor becoming a different gender uh but they so they had to they had to account for it that's a real one and to account did. for in yeah. uh, succession um shiv one of the main characters got pregnant and did the last season pregnant and so they had to figure out how to write it was noticeable right so you had to kind, right. of, kind of address it right yeah and so they did they wrote that into the plot that one's a lot easier than than the than uh, being becoming the, a man. Yeah, like that's a big yeah, it's a big thing. And, and and like my understanding of of the way the the crazies want to treat this stuff is you're almost not supposed to notice, right? You're just supposed mm-hmm. to say that's how it always was, right? Like if you were to say yeah. Ellen Page started in Juno, they would say you're dead naming this person. Yeah, but in reality, well, Ellen Page did star in Juno. That's who it was. Right now, you might say right. the name now is Elliot. But at the time, it was Ellen. That was her name. Just like uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Jenner right. was an Olympic athlete. And he's the one that accomplished all of those things. And, and you're not dead naming Bruce Jenner when you say that Bruce Jenner won gold medals. Right, he did. Because it was Bruce Jenner. Yeah. It wasn't Caitlyn Jenner who won the medals. You want to change your name later on? Then the things you accomplish as that new name can be called that. Like, But like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar you know, didn't win all those titles with UCLA, right? Wasn't right. It? it was Lou Alcindor. Yes. Right? That's the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And that happened when he was in the NBA. That's not a knock on his name or who he is today. <laughs> right. It's just true. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. We're constantly asked not only to look the other way at a falsehood, 
but to participate in it and celebrate it. We have a whole month here where we're supposed to be acting as if things that aren't true are true. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. the other 11 months, you're supposed to do the same thing. Maybe not celebrate it as much. Maybe it's not not as much stuff at the front of Target. But you're still supposed to celebrate this stuff and acknowledge it and act as if something that is not true is true. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And you can't do it. This is how your civilization falls apart. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Let me tell you about Donna. She wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I couldn't use my right hand because it was so swollen with arthritis. I used to wake up screaming in pain. But I woke up this morning and my right hand isn't even swollen, let alone painful. I think I'll be uh, starting uh, sewing again. I'm amazed at this wonderful product, Relief Factor. Well, Donna, thanks for writing in and giving Relief Factor a try. I'm really glad it worked for you. If you're living with pain in your life, I want you to consider trying Relief Factor. Maybe you've tried a lot of different things to combat your pain and nothing has worked. Well, today's the day. Why not give Relief Factor a try? The three-week quick start is only $19.95. It's a trial pack. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start. Again, that's relieffactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, in Reading, Pennsylvania, a man was just arrested for reading a Bible verse. Now, we've heard about that happening in Canada. So you knew Canada was heading down the drain. But I, until now, had not heard of Americans being arrested on the streets of America for reading Bible verses. Now, they're... They're, uh, this guy's across the street from a group of, um, of Pride Month celebrators. And so a police officer approaches this person and asks them to let them have their moment. Here's, here's what happened. He tells, tells a cop it's public property. Cop tells him to let him have their moment. Let him have their day. This is public property. Apparently, the police officer disagrees with him. And now he comes over. Getting this on film. Can I give him my And puts him in handcuffs. Ned, of course, the Pride ce- Pride Month celebrators are all happy about the fact that this guy has no freedom of speech on the streets of Pennsylvania Incredible. in the United States I of America. Cannot, I'm watching this. All right. Pushing him around. Pushes him up against a... Not resisting wall. at all, by the way. No. Point out. Right. Has him in cuffs. Barely taking him down to the station. God bless you, brother. Three cops on this guy. And you hear the celebrating from the, the Pride Month group. I talked to Dan Andros over at faithwire.com yesterday, and they were one of the people who brought this, uh, broke the story. That guy had been there for 60 seconds. 
60 seconds? He walked to that spot. Oh my god. He gosh. was there for 60 seconds before his arrest. And he didn't do, I mean, he, uh, he had oh a sign. Oh my gosh. He did yeah, not. He yet, had a sign you know? and he, he recited a Bible verse. Yep. I think he shouted it. Yep. 60 and seconds. All of a sudden, the cop just is done with him and arrests him. I mean, that is... I, I know, I, it's I, inconceivable I, in the United States of America. It's just not America anymore. It's just not. You got to know more about the law than that if you're a police officer. Yeah. You got to know a little bit more about your constitutional right. I back, I, I back cops, you know, almost all the time. Whenever, they, you know, like I, I, they think they have an impossible job. And especially now with the way that they're treated... I think it's really important to to put in perspective how difficult their job is. But like a guy reading a Bible verse, I mean, it's like 19 different intersections of the First Amendment. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. like every, it's not only just protest, yeah. it's also protesting while uh, reciting a Bible verse. Like this is so clearly a violation of this guy's rights mm-hmm. to be arrested in that situation. It's really despicable. As it would be, by the way, if they were protesting, if the group was a bunch of people who were, uh, you know, reciting the Bible and there was a, a LGBTQ protester holding a sign and saying they disagreed, mm-hmm. they would also have a right in this country. And now, yeah. like, that's just yes. the way this is. Uh, that's it was, right. It's the way the country is. If you don't like it, I understand that. But, you know, there's plenty of places that will restrict your speech. North Korea comes to mind. You can't say anything. Go check that out. It's cool. You'll love it. Real One real tall pyramid right in the center of town. It's, it looks incredible. China will do it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they will make sure that you don't say the things you're not supposed to say. This country was built on the right, on the, on the foundation that you can, though. I mean, that is, it's really, really important here. And the, like, I can understand, you know, that you think there's going to be some uh, some incident if you if he had shown some violent intent, there's a lot of things you could under make it understand that you, you'd have a justification to, to separate the guy and, and de-escalate a situation. None of that was going on. None of it. The guy came up, he read mm. a Bible verse for in one minute and was arrested. It's incredible that that can happen in this country. Outrageous. And the cop said to him, "Let them have their day. Respect it." No. The guy re- responds, "You know who's cheering for this? For us." The people that are in hell. (laughs) So you do you, and I'm going to do me. This is public property. And then the cop arrested him. Incredible. Wow. Look, you you don't have to celebrate this stuff. You don't have to. No, you you don't. you, You know, you can't. No one can make you say something. That's an important part of free speech. You can't be forced to say something that you don't want to say. That is being reversed here on, you know, by the day in this country. And we need to fight back against it. We have to. No question. 888-727-BEZK. More coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. Jim Rogers, co-founder of one of our favorite Soros uh, management funds, says that a bear market is coming and that the U.S. dollar global dominance is under threat. Is the bear market coming because Glenn took a vacation? I mean, probably. It's his fault. Always blame Glenn when you have the opportunity. Uh, Since their firm is notorious for crashing the pound sterling, you should probably take heed when Rogers is talking about a currency collapse. Rogers says he's bracing for the biggest market downturn in eight decades and that commodities are the best hedges against inflation. Also, he owns silver and gold currently. You should be extremely worried, he said. If you're not, you don't know what's going on. I know something bad is going to happen in the currency market in the next two or three years. That's, That's pretty scary. 
With Glenn out this week, Goldline has decided to extend its popular Memorial Day special through the end of the week. Glenn helped design a quarter-ounce gold Mayflower round. It's beautiful. With every tube of 25 acquired, you will also receive 25 ounces of pure silver at no cost as a thank you for listening to the show. Goldline has been a great partner for a very long time here with us. And Goldline, you can call them now. Get more information, 866-GOLDLINE or go to goldline.com. 866-GOLDLINE or go to goldline.com to find out more today from Goldline. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9, live, Eastern Time, uh, 6 to 8, Central, or anywhere, anytime you get your podcast. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. A lot of people have wondered, you know, what did did Leah Thomas's teammates think about Leah Thomas? Because we hear about Riley Gaines, just competed against Leah, I think, in one tournament at the NCAA Championships. And uh, Riley Gaines, of course, we know what, what she thinks about men competing against women. Uh, But what did the teammates of Leah Thomas think? Well, one has finally come forward. And I I guess she was also included in the movie that Matt Walsh did, but what is a woman, but was disguised. um, And now has decided, no, I'm going to be open about it. I'm I'm coming out and I'm going to speak about it. And I'm going to let everybody know uh, who I am. So Paula Scanlon, who is listed as a senior on... University of Pennsylvania's athletics uh, women's swimming team and diving roster swam with uh, Leah Thomas as well as fellow swimmer turned activist Riley Gaines. Um, Of course, Thomas is a male athlete who joined the women's swim team in 2021 after he began hormone replacement therapy in May 2019. Now, she says that... um, she says that the team was gathered together and uh, Leah Thomas spoke to him and said, Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to be my true self. My true self is, is a woman. And so I'll be competing with you uh, as a woman beginning uh, next year. I, I think she had to sit out for a year according to NCAA rules. Mm -hmm. So she sat out for a year and then in 2021 um, started competing as a woman even though, of course, had all the male equipment and was actually a, a man. Now, Scanlon um, was not excited about it. One of the girls was very upset, Scanlon said. She went crying to the athletic department. I don't know what they said to her, but uh, she was then complete. after going to the athletic department, she was completely on board and thought Leah swimming was this magical, beautiful thing. <laughs> Is there something wrong with me for thinking this was wrong? It worked. The university wanted us to be quiet, and they did it in a very effective way. And so when this swimmer went to the athletic department and said, hey, this is not right, this is not fair, this is a man swimming as a woman, and apparently was completely turned around on the uh, on the deal. Yeah. And then supported Leah Thomas completely. I mean, can you imagine being, you know, a, a woman in college and you're in a 
a locker room getting dressed and you just hear that the man's voice right, right. just that yeah would, would make you make you jump up and you know wonder what's going on you know and now then you realize what's going on and it's actually worse than maybe the alternative someone walked into the wrong room no no mm-hmm. <clears throat> this guy's supposed to be there his name is just leah now <laughs> and it does feel like too like part of this at the very least should be that you're committing to the bit Right. Like if you're going to be if you're going to go from man to a woman, you go through with the surgery. There's a level of commitment that like indicates Mm -hmm. this is at least something you're Mm -hmm. taking very seriously. You know, Mm -hmm. at least least you've gone through a real a lot of trouble. And, you know, you're not going to get the because I think you will start to get the people who just want to go to the other side of the uh, and i think this is more common in like prison for example we'll have people who are just guys who want to be guys who are fine being guys but no they can manipulate the system to get in with the women in the women's prison for multiple reasons one they probably like being in prison with women because they are attracted to women and 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 all that uh, stuff that could go on there but in addition also you're probably gonna get beat up a lot less Right. right. You know, like, a, yeah, it's probably a safer environment at some level. Mm-hmm. So people, I think, will manipulate those things. And, it'll, and it has already resulted in women being assaulted. Um, yeah, there have been rapes. Rapes in and all prisons. sorts of terrible things that have happened yeah. to women. In women have been impregnated. Yeah. Um, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's, 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 again, we keep saying these things as if we have to say them. Obviously, everyone knows that's going to be a result of that situation. Now. You might get some people who say, you know, there's been people online who've done things like um, I'm identifying as a woman and therefore I've just broken the weightlifting records for women. And, you know, people see that more of as a joke or as a commentary uh, on the situation or just uh, an attempt that people will choose to ignore as if they didn't just say the only thing you have to do is identify yourself that way and you become that, right? Like they all say that until something inconvenient goes on. Like, for example, a transgender person shoots up a school. Then all of a sudden the trans thing's not a big deal. And wait, what it, that, that person wasn't really trans. Um, mm-hmm. But like you look at this and, and I think if you look, if you go through the surgery, you've at least committed to the bit. You're at least to the point where... You could say, okay, well, and this person's serious about this. Yeah, you're, you're not trying to scam the system. Right. You're if eliminating. you've gone to the trouble of the surgery, you're not scamming anybody. It doesn't make you a woman, and it doesn't no. make it okay that you're com- competing against women in women's sports. But it does but it eliminate the riffraff, right? It shows. Yeah, it shows you're a commitment in. level. You're all in. Yeah. You know, no one, it, no one is cutting their stuff off to win a women's swimming medal in the NCAA tournament. You wouldn't think so, no. I, that's just like, no. that's just too much. However, it's also that, not as threatening to the women you're yeah, sharing the locker room sure, with. Sure. Again, if I, you don't have the noodle, then they're not seeing it dangling, If right? you're noodle free, uh-huh. there's, it's less <laughs> likely a problem could occur, I would agree. That does not mean that women should have to accept people that have done this in their locker rooms or in their mm-hmm. bathrooms or in their swimming lanes but i will say it, it does it, that line would at least eliminate people who are intentionally manipulating the system mm-hmm. you know like if you did it with the bathroom rule right where you said okay uh you can go into a women's bathroom if you've gone through fully with the surgery then at least you 
again, no one is going through the surgery to get into a women's target bathroom. Like that's a lot of commitment to get into a women's bathroom. Yeah. And you're kind of defeating the purpose. Right. <laughs> right. So like, yeah. okay, but they yeah. won't let you even ask if the surgery has happened. Right. You don't have to, there's no line. There, there is no line. You just have to say it's gone on. You don't even have to say the surgery's happened. You just have to say, I am now a woman or I am now a man. And you've magically changed. It's like saying Beetlejuice three times. <laughs> Things just go on. Yeah. You know, and like there are no, and, abracadabra isn't real. The the magic words aren't real. And it's incomprehensible to me that people on the left don't care no. what the women think they about this. They don't they care They don't about care it. how they feel about it. They don't care if they're comfortable or not. They don't care. And, the, and when they're told, and some of them... Uh, did approach officials and say, look, we're we're really not comfortable with this guy with his noodle hanging out while we're naked in the locker room. He's looking at us. We have to see him. We don't want to. And they were offered therapy. <laughs> so if you're not comfortable with a man... And his unit hanging out yeah. in your locker room. Well, obviously, there's something wrong with you. When did that start? Yeah. I, I was talking to someone. Wow. It's interesting because I, I, it's really hard for them to defend their position on this. And I think this is one of the reasons why conservatives have talked about it as much as they have. You know, Matt Walsh, we mentioned his movie earlier. You know, what is a woman is such a great fundamental question because if you mm-hmm. at, so often... They will say women's rights are important, that women need to be treated equally, and yet they can't even say what the, a woman is. And if yeah. you can't define what a yeah. woman is, fundamentally, all of these questions are insane. You, if I were to mm-hmm. say, you know, uh, squibble squabbles need to be uh, treated equally, you would correctly ask me, what is a squibble squabble? <laughs> and since I couldn't answer it, you would ignore me. <laughs> Right? You can't answer the question? What's a squibble squabble? I, didn't, I mean, I just said if wow. I couldn't answer the question. Oh, okay. I absolutely you can. So you can. can. Okay. And that's a whole other show for another day. <laughs> but like, you know, a squibble squabble isn't a thing. Huh. And therefore, it doesn't mean anything. The sentence <laughs> is meaningless. Well, if you can't tell me what a woman is, it's just as meaningless as a squibble squabble. And... <laughs> and uh, I gotta be honest with you, it's a really good observation that they can't, they can't even answer that basic yeah. question. And you're talking about doctors, physicians, therapists. Yeah. I mean, when you watch the movie, none of those people, none of those people can answer what the... Uh, it, it's such an easy question Supreme to answer. Supreme Court justices can't answer it, Pat. No, <sighs> I mean, man, these are very basic. You don't need to be a biologist. And again, now the left is pissed off. The only thing they've ever been pissed off against... Uh, 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 I was going to say Corinne Jean-Pierre, um, uh, the Supreme Court Justice, her name's escaping me right now, the newest one, Corinne, uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, thank you, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Um, the only thing they don't like about her is that she said the biologist thing, because that indicates that a biologist could tell. <laughs> I think of the insanity. We all know what a woman is. We all so know. Crazy. We know the chromosomes are at play. Mm-hmm. We know the, the genitals are at play. You know, the, they got the, the ovaries, the womb. There's there's things there that, that differentiate the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
and they're like, well, it's actually a ge- sex is the biological, uh, uh, to, uh, say, uh, and then gender is, is more of a feeling. <laughs> well, uh, no. I remember this, my favorite, because we used to talk about this on Patents too, I remember back no. in the day. Uh, they, Ellen DeGeneres, again, a very prominent LGB activist. I don't know if she's a T activist or not. Um, I think she is, and she she was asked like about this, and and she said, you know, like the, the sex is one thing, but like you know, what gender you are is, is really more of a feeling. And it's like, well, all right, like let's accept that for a second. Let's just say, essentially, gender is this new word that they made up that means something different, right? It's it's not mm-hmm. what you are; it's what you feel like. And I, I okay, I, I can kind of accept that in a way. Like I, I just don't care what you feel like. Like that's something for you to deal with. Yeah, I, I got enough crap I don't going have on to in my life. Accept your feeling yeah. is my definition for what a woman is. Like a woman or a man. What we need to know that information for demographic research. Uh, you know, medical treatment. Like I don't care what your feelings sports. are. Sports. How are we dividing people to play sports? So we have an equal playing field. We do it by gender. We do it by sex. If you want to say gender is which one you feel like, well, what do I don't care about that at all. Mm-hmm. You can feel all sorts of... Do you feel uh, happy or sad? That's kind of on you. I don't adjust all of the rules of my society for you being happy or sad. And like, look, a lot of people have more uh, masculine uh, leanings if they're a a female. If you're a female and you have masculine leanings, what you are is a female. Yes, you're maybe different than other females. They're not all the same. Mm Mm-hmm. There are people who act differently. Not all men are the same. Some people like Broadway. Some people like MMA. They're different. That doesn't mean they're not. Some of them are men and some of them aren't. It's just fundamentally, you're a man. You can have. There's a bright rainbow of colors within that definition. People are different. I mean, look. Mm-hmm. You try to talk to Glenn about the NBA. Yeah. Try to talk to Glenn about Good the luck. NFL. Good luck. He can school me on chitty chitty bang bang all day long. Because <laughs> that he knows. But he's also a man, yeah. even though uh-huh. sometimes he doesn't always act like a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a man. Yeah. You're a man. We're, I'm a man. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. We. Mm-hmm. It's okay. There's a bunch of different definitions. Different types of people in there. That's what makes it the world interesting. It doesn't mean you've changed your gender. Your feelings are unimportant in this particular situation. Triple eight seven two seven back. And now Pat Gray mm-hmm. describes one of his favorite products, Rough Greens. You know, you've heard uh, Glenn say plenty of times that dog food is dead food. Unfortunately, that's true. That's uh, because nutrition isn't brown. Good nutrition is green. The founder of Rough Greens. Naturopathic Dr. Uh, Dennis Black suggested that I remind all of Glenn's listeners that Rough Greens is not a dog food, not a medicine. It's a blend of live and 100% natural nutrients, which is exactly what your dog needs. It'll get rid of their bad breath. It'll stop their itching and scratching. It'll improve their energy, help uh, shine up their furry coats, improve their elimination, lots more. Rough Greens is simply amazing and uh, my dog won't eat her food without it on top. She absolutely loves it. And Dr. Black is so convinced, I mean truly convinced, that it will help your dog too. He's offering you a free jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it out first. 
Don't change your dog's food. Just add a scoop of rough greens to it every day. And you'll see what happens. You're going to see the changes in your dog. Your dog deserves the happiest, healthiest life you can give them. So give them rough greens. The free jumpstart trial bag. All you have to do is cover the shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Glenn or call 833-GLEN33. That's roughgreens.com slash Glenn or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. The Glenn Back Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, by the way, we got our new uh, uh, Kexi cookies for Father's Day. You got to get the mm. Father's Day box. So good. K-E-K-S-I. Kexi.com. Um, we've got a new lemonade raspberry flavor. Oh, it It's my new favorite. That my sounds favorite. incredible. So good. I'll bring it in tomorrow. Yes. You, you can try it out for yourself. Yes. That's a great idea, Pat. Yeah. Yeah, that's your best idea of the of the day. The rest of the stuff you said today was crazy, stupid. Yeah, yeah. The rest of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, you were dead naming people all I over even the place. And why did you do that? Why did I even open my Just mouth? Let's talk about the lemon raspberry, lemonade dumb. raspberry yeah. cookie at Kexi so Cookies. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, now, don't you have some things going on on the um, Stuber Gear uh, yeah. Stu Does America situation? We got a uh, great show lined up for you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Kelly on. Uh, he's going to be on about his new book, uh, which is going to be great. He's actually on tomorrow's radio show, too. It will be uh, it, uh, mm-hmm. something you're not going to want to miss. Uh, also, um, we all we talked about a bunch of presidential candidates today on the show. Uh, Doug Burgum. Uh, Chris Christie, Mike because Pence. Because Bergamentum right. Bergamentum is a starting. thing now. Well, I can tell you. It's um, a thing. If you don't know, you might not agree on your primary candidate at this moment, but I will agree. I think you'll agree. Anyone but Joe Biden. And we have yes. a new shirt available at studosmerch.com. It looks like a Biden campaign shirt. just says Biden 24. But in little letters above, it just says anyone but. Uh, and you can get that. Yeah, I like that. People will like it. They'll, they'll think yeah, like you're that. a supporter, and then all of a sudden, they'll see you're sane. Uh, get it at stewdoesmerch.com. Stewdoesmerch.com. The code is stew10 if you want to save 10%. We're back tomorrow. See you then. The Glenn Beck Program.